Hello, you're listening to the Bonded Books Podcast, where we discuss books, fight over book boyfriends, and the lack of filter is a family trait. If you're lucky, you might even hear one of our dogs barking in the background. Because hey, if we have to deal with them, then so do you. We hope to dazzle you with our discussion while not being hurtful to the authors we feature. Success not guaranteed. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You survived your trip to the gas station. I survived, but the pocketbook didn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know about other places, but we're in California and gas is running about $7 a gallon unless you go to Costco, which is absolutely ridiculous. Costco is where I went this morning and it was a little bit below $6 a gallon. So I'll take it, but it's yeah. still outrageous. I thought they were, well, whatever. They're they're never going <laughs> to solve the problems of the world. Why do I even question it? It is what it mm-hmm. is. Yes. So besides that, how's your morning going? Fine. Woke up, drank some coffee, read a little bit. And then Probably I was like, good. let me do a little bit of laundry and did my gas station run. I like to do it early in the morning. Like right now, the store itself is not open yet. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot easier to get gas when the store isn't open. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because I've seen those lines. They're ridiculous. Well, and just the parking lot in general isn't that great. So if you can just drive in there and you don't have to deal with anybody but the gas station traffic, then it's mm-hmm. better. I'm starting this morning with Boo sitting in my lap. We'll see how long this lasts with no B-A-R-K-I-N-G. Oh, my God. Did you? <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. You spoke that into existence. Yeah. It's always my fault. Hold, hold on. <laughs> People wonder why I have a shitty attitude. You know, it's always what comes first, the chicken or the egg. Mm-hmm. What came first, my shitty attitude or my life? <laughs> and I've really uh, just, I have the yin and the yang uh, with both my dogs. I have little Boo, who is the sweetest, nicest, best behaved dog ever. That was a little rescue. And I have Angel who should have been named anti-angel she like literally her thing to do is fuck with me like she barks like she has to go out i walk through the house i open the door for her to go out she just stands there and looks out i don't know does if everybody other people have two dogs is one of them always good and one of them is always bad i don't know well i have two dogs and i can tell you they're always annoying (laughs) yeah but there's a difference between annoying and purposely trying to mind fuck you and angel's been trying to mind fuck me since six and a half years ago when i got her (laughs) i just sit there and i go oh my god i'm going to kill you i don't know how many times my neighbors must have heard me say i'm going to kill you so anyway let's try this again (laughs) 
We promise you nothing. So should we just dive right in? Yes, please. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) The book we're doing today is The Orc from the Office by Kate Pryor. I think I'm the one that saw this book in Ruby Dixon's, uh, like, readers group or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Part of a series, uh, right, called Claws and Cubicles. Something like that, yeah. So this is book two in the series. Why did we start with book two? Because that's the one she posted in the group. And we're a couple of lemmings that can't decide for ourselves that we should start (laughs) with book five. It's okay. I, didn't I mean, even... if Ruby Dixon says this is a cute book or something, and we know that we love orcs, book oh, number yeah, one is do. not about an orc, so... Oh, oh, I get it. Okay, yes. All right, yes. And if Ruby Dixon says jump, we say, how high, ma'am? Yes, please, may I have another? <laughs> <laughs> I looked up book number one, and... I'm not sure what the creatures were, but it was not an orc. So oh, then forget it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want it. <laughs> all right. R- ruined for all others. <laughs> I blame Finley Fen for that. I, oh my God, I was just thinking that. That is so funny. <laughs> I was thinking if she doesn't hurry up and drop that orc and governess book, I'm going to lose my mind. And then, of course, I'm going to read it in a day and cry because I'm done reading the orc (laughs) book. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, it's all her fault. Yes, we're going to go with that. And who would have thought that uh, that would be so twisted, so twisted, yet so appealing? Not me, that's for damn sure. (laughs) (laughs) You and me. You and me both. Um, Yeah. All right, and I will never forget as long as I live. And every time I think of it, I fucking laugh my ass off the post you did on our Instagram account of the I want. (laughs) 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 Oh my God. Yeah, it's funny. So back to this book about Orc. This book opens with our female main character, Janice. She's a human. Yeah. She's at work and she's fighting with some office supplies. Uh, She works at Evil Inc., which I thought was kind of cute. Yeah. And it's this company is spearheaded by a necromancer. There's a lot of monsters she works with. So it's like an urban fantasy, I guess. Yeah. She's trying to get a drawer on a filing cabinet open, but it's stuck. Someone comes into where she is in the office and offers to help. She turns around and she's like, oh my gosh, this person is gigantic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the quote is something like nearly 10 feet tall. Yeah. And he's an orc and he's described as having a pocket protector. Yeah. So that was hilarious. Yes. He offers to help her try to get the drawer unstuck. She's like, oh no, you have to like lift and pull. You can't just like pull it. So she goes to help him and long story short, she ends up elbowing him in the nose and making him bleed. Mm-hmm. So she feels horrible. She's like, oh my God, this guy I've never met before was trying to help me. And here now I'm making him bleed. And then she all of a sudden starts to have these weird sensations happening in her body. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh man, like the sight of blood has never bothered me before, but like something is definitely wrong with me. I need to get out of here. Yeah, so she's, she's getting super aroused. <laughs> she decides... I need to run out out of this room. She's getting aroused, but she's also having these weird, like, almost like dizzy spells. Yeah. Like, there's definitely some things happening to her, and she doesn't know what it is. So she's like, I'm embarrassed. Now I feel really weird, like, physically. Let me get Mm -hmm. out of here. Mm -hmm. So she leaves. (laughs) 
poor guy. Janice spends a lot of her time after this hiding in her office because she's embarrassed and she really doesn't know how to apologize. She works for HR department. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is, she's very aware of the rules and regulations of the company and what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. So she's like, what the hell is going on? What are the protocols for breaking your coworkers' <laughs> nose? Do you apologize in person? Mm-hmm. Is an email okay? Like, what do I do? This isn't in any HR handbook I've seen before. Right. So she's trying to decide what to do. And I think she's about to leave her office to go apologize in person when her office door actually opens and it's him, the orc that she broke the nose on. He actually came to her. Yeah, he came to her to make sure her elbow was okay. Because he's got that (laughs) big old orc face. (laughs) Yeah. And she also notices that he's taped his glasses. So it means she's broken his glasses on top of his nose. Mm -hmm. Now she feels even worse. Yes. And he introduces his himself his name is kent Mm -hmm. yes and he's with the it department and they've never crossed paths before because i guess his department is on the fourth floor of the building and she's on like the sixth or something yeah he's not in there for very long and she starts having all those odd sensations again back in full force she's starting to feel feverish and very horny Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> and she realizes it's not just her because when she looks at him standing in the doorway, he's gripping the door jam so hard he's splintering wood. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and there's sweat beating on his skin. Something happens with his shirt, right? Like one of his buttons, maybe he's like breathing so heavily he pops a button on his shirt. Yeah. Something like that. So she has like a safety pin. So she goes to like up to him to safety pin it closed for him. But then of course, she's now touching him. And then she starts like feeling him up because she's so close to him. Yeah, and she just wants him to get out so she can lock the door and start touching herself. She's like, what is happening? I can't masturbate at work. Mm-hmm. That's definitely against That's HR policy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't even need to be told that. And we all know that. She's touching him all over. And she realizes he's got this, whatever this fever is too. And it doesn't make any sense to her. She doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, he starts growling. She says the sound connects immediately with her clit. Mm -hmm. And she says, I've never whimpered before, but I think I just might have. Okay, so then they're in her office. She starts touching herself. Yeah. While he's there watching her. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is very, this is chapter two. Yeah. Like it's like 12 pages into the book. Yeah. Instantly (laughs) the sex starts happening and in her head, she's thinking this incident is going to be at least a G dash to B form that needs to be filled (laughs) out in triplicate. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And they're going to have to go to interpersonal training sessions. Yes. It's funny how every time something happens, she's thinking about the HR repercussions. Right. He's watching her touching herself. Well, and then he goes for more than just watching her touch herself. Then he starts touching her also. Of course. Of course. So he ends up going down on her right there on her desk. And I love this line. She goes, evil overlord. I am very much here for this. She doesn't ever say like, oh God, it's always... Evil overlord. <laughs> yeah. Which I liked. It's different and I liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty funny. After she comes, he like stands up. She starts to like get dressed a little bit. 
And then he tells her, I'm actually here to take you with me to something called Monster Resources, mm -hmm. which I guess kind of makes sense now that I think of it, because she works in the Human Resources yeah. Department, and they work with monsters. So there's also a Monster Resources, which is like their version of HR. Yeah, this part was good. So, <laughs> so they go to Monster Resources, and she's sitting there with a pamphlet that says, so you've mate bonded with a coworker. <laughs> <laughs> she's all what kind of special hell is this like i said janice is a human she's not really sure what all's going on like she obviously knows about monsters she has a little bit of an understanding of bonding you know the biting mm -hmm, the blood right. exchange a general idea but not like a huge in-depth knowledge so she's like looking at this pamphlet and Turns out that drawing blood is an orc betrothal custom, and she accidentally triggered it. Yeah, she triggered something called the blood fever. Yes. <laughs> so she's like, wait, this was an accident. The monster resources person tells her that uh, they are not supposed to be mate bonding on company time. But because this was <laughs> basically a work site accident, yeah. uh, they're okay. Because they did it accidentally, it's fine. And then because it was an on-site accident, you know how it is with like OSHA yeah. and HR and stuff. They got a couple of The monster resources lady. Oh, yeah. She's like, okay, well, like you can take some time off of work if you need to. We can try to get this annulled for you. Uh, there's a pharmacy down the street that has <laughs> anti-aphrodisiacs. Like she starts <laughs> listing off all these options. Please don't sue us. This will be okay. And this kind of thing. This woman's name is Gwen. So she tells... Her, somebody named Stanley get the training video. I think it's going to make things clearer for her. And in the meantime, Kent is seated at the far, far end of the other table to stay away from her. And she, her legs are, the need to jump him again is coming back. Yeah, that's a good point. When they have this meeting, I just picture those really long formal conference yeah. table and they're at the furthest yeah. spots from each other. Right. He won't even look at her because he's so embarrassed. So Janice thinks about all her options. She's like, well, I don't really have a lot of time that I can take off of work. And like, we don't even work on the same floor. So I think it'll be fine. Mm -hmm. I'll just stay here and wait out this fever to pass. That's what they do. Well, that's because... Oh, and they watch that video and that video is terrible. Like all training videos. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. And she doesn't want to go to the pharmacy to take the anti-aphrodisiac because it's usually used in orcs. It's not, they don't know what the appropriate dose is for a human. So she's like, no, I don't want, I don't want to risk it. She's like, we'll just stay away from each other. It could take a couple of weeks up to a month. Ugh, sounds horrible. But yeah, that's a good point. Like even the pamphlet, this training video, all this stuff is usually orc and orc bonding. But because she's a human, mm -hmm. it's like un unknown territory. Right. And why risk it? What could possibly happen? <laughs> oh, absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah. Nothing will go wrong can, with this plan. They can handle it. So they go back to work. Kent ends up emailing her an apology for everything that's happened. And then at the end of the email, she kind of hates him because he's so composed. Yeah. And he even apologized to her about the going down on her thing that happened in her office before the monster resources meeting. <laughs> So she's like, I really hate him. Yeah. So she stays at work. She's having a lot of trouble focusing. 
but she's trying her best. Uh, she even does some research about the bonding thing while she's on company time. Of course, researching about bonding and like orc bonding takes her on this rabbit hole <laughs> into some porn videos. Oh, yeah. I don't know. She was so like in the moment. She ends up watching like an entire video before she realizes, hey, maybe I shouldn't be watching porn at work. No, what happens is that she hears a ding in her inbox and it's an email from Kent that says, I regret to inform you <laughs> that I've received a ping from our monitoring system that a work, an inappropriate website is connected to your computer for an extended period of time. Now you need to make an appointment with the IT department. Mm -hmm. How embarrassing would that be? The whole thing's just horrifying. Yeah. I don't remember like how this came about, but she ends up taking the stairs at one point. <laughs> she ends up running into Kent in the staircase. He's talking to his mom on the phone. So she overhears a little bit of the conversation. Obviously orcs are kind of used to this, but not super used to it, but it's not a complete surprise to them. And apparently, so he's kind of talking to his mom about it. And apparently his mother's, you know, like he suggests they go to couples therapy to try to work things out because, you know, it is a mate bond and she thinks they should try to work it out and stay together. Oh, and I, I love this that she is standing, she's standing by a vent and the air kicks on and her scent starts to fill the stairwell. And he all of a sudden gets really stiff and uh, he know he can smell her. Mm -hmm. He turns and he sees her and he's like, I should go mom. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> she does end up asking him a little bit about bonding, everything that's it entails. She ends up feeling worse after she talks to him though, because apparently bonding is a very rare and special event yeah. that doesn't happen for everyone. Yes. So she's like, well, Fuck, not only did I like mm -hmm. force him into this accidental bond, but like this was also now come to find out like a once in a lifetime occurrence. So she feels absolutely horrible. Uh, he also tells her that he will fix her computer issue and that he can email her some recommendations <laughs> for her to research on her own personal computer. Yes, at home. Well, yes. <laughs> But of course, because she's violated all sorts of computer use policies at work by watching the porn, now she has to redo computer training <laughs> with Kent, of course, of course, from the IT department. I think it goes without saying that she can't focus for shit because she's so focused on him. Yeah, they're in a conference room and yeah. <laughs> he like asks her one of the questions and she can't. Her answer is something like, just unplug the computer yeah. that happens. <laughs> And he's like, that's the easiest question. And your solution is just unplug it. It's like, have you been paying attention at all? She's basically like, no, I can't. Yes. <laughs> Who could? So he just marks her as completed. And it's like, fine, like, whatever. Let's just say you completed this. Yeah, now she mm -hmm. tries working from home. And she's checking out the orc porn websites. And she can't focus because of vibrators in the next room. She gets very little done. But she she does learn that there's a claiming ritual video that talks about this oil that's involved. And it's some kind of herb that's mashed up. And they use it when they have their bonding ceremony. Okay, so my next note, I think she's in the office when this happens. Mm -hmm. 
My next note is that she's having issues with her computer. So she has to call the IT department yeah. to ask for help. And she's getting more, I think she's getting more aggravated with him because he seems all cool, calm and collected and she's losing her freaking mind. Well, yeah, every time she's calls, he just is very, he seems very unaffected and professional. Yes. And she's like, I can't focus. I can't do anything. Why are you so fucking put together? And I'm completely falling apart. That is one thing I will say I didn't really like about this book is we only ever get her perspective. Oh, you're right. So like you can see how like she's really frustrated mm -hmm. about what's going on because you, you never get his like insider knowledge. Right. So, But she's not happy that she has to call him because she is having a problem mm -hmm. with her computer again and this is such a typical well, no, isn't this typical it department first thing could you try to turn it off and turn it on again i'm like oh my god yes restart the computer yeah. and of course she called the generic it line and he's the one that answered so every time she turns around she's running into him again yes and in her mind she's thinking i don't think i've ever listened this closely just to the sound of somebody's voice so he stays on the phone with her while she's restarting her computer and to like fill the time and the silence. She ends up telling him about her last relationship at her last job. Mm -hmm. At her last job. I think it was her and her ex were competing for the same promotion yeah. or something. Mm -hmm. And she was doing better in the like uh, job pursuit. And so her ex ended up starting a rumor that she slept with the boss to get her job in the first place. Yeah, what a dick. Yeah, horrible betrayal. I don't remember if she got fired from there or if she ended up leaving, but that was like her last relationship and work thing. So that was very traumatic for her. Yeah, and Kent, of course, feels protective of her and is angry that this jerk did this. Uh, in return, Kent tells her about a holistic place he's been going to in order to help with the blood fever. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's how he's so zen as he keeps going to this place. Is he zen though? Come on. <laughs> well, we'll find out. So they go to they go to this holistic place, which is basically a spa. But then they get there and they go into separate rooms. And she goes in the room and she's by herself and she's like, I've never been here. I don't know what I'm fucking doing. Yeah, there's no instructions on what she's supposed to be doing. No, and she's like, I don't know what these things are. So she's like wrapped in her towel or something. She goes to his room. I don't think she even knocks. She, she just goes in. She just opens the door. Yeah, and of course he's completely naked. Of course. She thinks like, oh, those porn videos didn't prepare me at all because he's even bigger than what I saw in those videos because of course he is. Yeah, and I love this. She closes the door really quickly, but then she realizes she's on the wrong side of the door. <laughs> Oops. Oops. <laughs> he's all Janice. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, are yeah. we supposed to undress? Maybe I should have knocked. Oh, uh, yeah, you think? Yeah, he's like, maybe you should have knocked. What are the odds <laughs> on that maybe? Like a 50-50, 60-40? Think she barely says 50-50, right? Yeah. And then she's like, I don't know what I'm doing in there. And he's like, didn't you read the link? He, I guess he sent her some kind of link of what they're supposed to do at the spa. She goes, no, I was really busy. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. She, He did tell her what to do, but she didn't read the email. Shocker. Yeah. It's like me at work. I don't read the emails. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, okay, fine. I'll show you what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. So she ends up staying in his room with him. Mistake. Or is it? <laughs> <laughs> So he's got like a little hot tub or like a yeah. pool thing in there. Right. So they go in that thing together. 
he ends up giving, <laughs> this was funny. He ends up giving her a back massage and they're talking and everything. And as he's massaging her back, she thinks, I think he massaged his way past my muscles into my feelings. <laughs> <Ick>. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, feelings. Uh, they, they're the worst. She doesn't want to go there. They start getting super horny again. No surprise. Then she's like sitting on his lap and straddling him. Then they're like, let's just kiss a little bit. That'll be fine. Then she's like, just the tip. Like, let's just have a little <laughs> bit of sex. <laughs> like, what? I know. They end up having sex. I hope your Kindle had this too. When this chapter ends, before you get to the next chapter, there's some character art in there. Oh Did my god, that? yes. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, I was like, that was weird. <laughs> I I didn't hate yeah. it, but there was some like little character art of their sex scene. Yes. And that was I yeah. kind of was there for it. I liked it. I'm like, oh, this mm -hmm. is different. Thank you. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it, but I was like, okay, that's a good uh, you know, if you need a visual aid for the chapter, there you go. Of course. So like I said, after that chapter, you have the little character art and then the next chapter starts and there's some sort of time jump, but it doesn't say how much. Mm -hmm. It's just basically them waking up together at her place. They've been spending a lot of quality time together and apparently they have some sort of morning routine now yeah. where yeah. they wake up together. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they basically spend all night together, right? Wake up together, yeah. get ready together, but then they leave for work separately so that they're not seen arriving at work together right because they don't want to get in trouble because you know they're not supposed to be doing this with a co-worker but on this day she's gone separately to work from him but then she's in the lobby waiting for him to show up she's like pretending to look through the security log or something mm -hmm. <laughs> and so he gets to work and he goes on the elevator and then he like makes some sort of like googly eyes or like nod of his head and so she scurries in after him so they can take the elevator together yeah and boy do they uh yeah they end up he ends up like hitting the emergency stop and they have a quickie in the elevator mm -hmm. which i was like i don't know how the logistics of this work because he's supposed to be so much bigger than her i don't feel like she would even fit in the elevator with him but okay like he has to duck his head to get into doorways he's so tall yeah but he's not going to take up the whole elevator there's always room for your sex partner. <laughs> no matter where yeah, you are. Apparently. Yeah. And she just... Well, she basically spends it sitting on his lap, right? So, like, how much space does she right. need? <laughs> and she just... She's starting to think how cute he is. She, doesn't she call him adorkable? Adorkable, yeah. She says that a couple times in this book, mm -hmm. I think. So they get to his floor first, because like we said, he's on the fourth floor. He gets out of the elevator. She is like, okay, like, that was good. But then she realizes after he left the elevator that there were security cameras in the elevator. She saw, like, the little flashing oh, light of the camera. Yes. You know that there's cameras in there, but she even thinks about how like, oh, so I knew there were cameras in here, but like I got so caught up in it that I just went along with it and got distracted. And now I'm going to get fired. Like she's like, for sure, I'm getting fired over this. Yeah, she's hoping that these cameras aren't working. But, uh, you know, my thing is he works in IT. The first thing I would have done is run to my phone and call him and said, we're, we're in trouble. So she does message him and say there were cameras in the elevator. And he says he'll take care of it. And then she's like, this can't happen again. Like any of it, not just the elevator, but like anything like we're done. Right. Because she's like, there's going to be cameras everywhere. The janitorial closet, a parking lot, you know, he's like, <laughs> when she says it's so sad, this can't happen again. He goes, 
no more sharing an elevator. It's so sad. And she's like, no more anything. And he doesn't say anything to her. They just hang up. Yeah, he doesn't even respond. Sad. Yeah. So she's like panicking a lot. And of course, she gets an email from Monster Resources. So she really flips out. Yeah. She even packs up her office belongings mm -hmm. in the box that she had because she's like, I just need to make a quick exit. Right. And she logs out of all of her work computer stuff. And she goes to the meeting with the assumption that she's getting fired. But it's not her getting fired. It's just like a follow-up meeting with her on how she's been feeling and on how the bonding thing has been going. Yeah, it's a meeting with Gwen. So she leaves the meeting even more confused at this point and feeling really stupid for breaking things off with Kent. Yes. Because she's like, okay, maybe I'm not in like trouble for getting fired and okay maybe i was acting a little rashly but like i said she logged out of everything in her work computer and now that she's not fired she needs to log back into everything and this would happen to any of us because if you are always logged into shit you're gonna forget what your password is right oh god yes so <laughs> she can't remember what her password is or she can't remember what the email address is for the login or something so she calls it of course can't answer mm -hmm. she figures out how to log in again uh, he tells her that he wiped the security camera footage and like don't worry about it i took care of it and just kind of leaves it at that it's like a short tense exchange between them right a little while later i think it's the same day i'm not really sure she's like walking around the office and she smells like this burning popcorn smell and she even thinks like what all of us fucking think in the office setting how dare you make popcorn <laughs> at work like do not ever oh my god where i used to work they would make they had a popcorn machine they would do it every day popcorn is like one of those things that if you smell it you want it so like if they're making a popcorn machine for people to share oh yeah they were that's Totally oh, different. Okay. If you just pop one bag for yourself, like everybody's going to be so jealous, I feel like. Yeah. Or you have this situation where they burnt the popcorn, which is even worse. Well, she thinks it's a and... burnt popcorn, but the, the fire alarm goes off. Yeah, which is kind of extreme, but okay. Fire alarm's going off. She's kind of thinking about which staircase do I take <laughs> to get out of here while also avoiding Kent. Yeah. She barely has time to figure out which staircase to take when she's thrown over somebody's shoulder and finds herself outside the building, like through a window and scaling down the side of the building. I thought that was so funny. And she's like, what is happening? I need a seatbelt or a Janice born <laughs> or something to hold on oh, yeah. to. Like a baby born. Yeah. So it was Kent, of course. Of course. He's carrying her like the Hulk from the Marvel movies. He apologizes for the rash rescue. And he says all he could think about was getting his mate out of there. I know. Oh. Keep in mind, they're having this entire exchange on the side of the fucking building. Mm -hmm. She apologizes for everything. She says she wants to try again. He, of course, is like thrilled with this. But then she says she wants to do the claiming ritual with him. And they end up doing that on the side of the building. They do it on a windowsill. Uh, yeah. They do the claiming <laughs> ritual with the lotion, the rub down, and then he fucks her. Sure, of course. Oh my god. She's all, claim me, please. Oh yeah. She 
went very quickly from I need a seatbelt to I'm just going to ride him. I was very caught up in how does this even work and trying to picture where they were on the building. Oh, I saw it perfectly. It was was very bizarre. I saw it all in my head (laughs) happening. Yeah. Now it's another little time later and Janice is now finally going to meet his parents. Of course, she's like freaking out over what she wears and how do I look? And of course, he's like, you look fine. My parents are going to love you. You're my mate. Like they don't care about any of that stuff. She's like, this is so much pressure. It's not like we're dating. Like we're mated. Like I think they're like living together at this point. Probably. He offers to do a human mating ceremony with her, which is basically a wedding. But he doesn't because he's a monster. He doesn't know anything about mm-hmm. it. So he basically botches the proposal. It's, it's so cute. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of cute. When she like says like, oh, you like messed up this part, which is like almost as important as the ceremony itself. He's like, oh, okay, like I'll redo it. Like, I'm sorry. She's like, don't worry about it because I already have everything I want. Yeah. Adorable. Yes. So then the next chapter is kind of like an epilogue, kind of not because it's from Gwen's point of view. Yeah. Gwen, the monster resources lady right i wasn't sure if i was even supposed to if that was a preview for the next book i don't know if it's a preview for the next book or if gwen is also somebody that was in book number one Oh, Gwen, I think and Gwen so, is the next book. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't really figure it out. I was like, I don't know why we're getting a chapter in Gwen's POV, but okay. Uh, she has some evil thoughts about torturing them. Yeah. And so then I was thinking, like, is she like a devil? Like, what kind of monster is she? Well, there, she said she um, can't, go in Gwen's point of view she doesn't want to deal with this kind of stuff anymore she's over the being in the monster hr the mr department you know and she's trying to talk to them and they keep making googly eyes at each other and they're not really paying attention to what gwen's trying to say oh yeah because i think this chapter is her point of view Mm -hmm. but she's still sitting in with kent and yeah Janice right right? so we get to see like what they're doing but then we get all of Gwen's internal thoughts yeah and it says that um Gwen's thinking they reek of their newly formed mating bond uh it was a really short chapter and it was kind of funny and the book itself ends with Gwen thinking maybe it's time to put my notice in I've worked here long enough after all I could use something with better benefits Mm -hmm. (laughs) couldn't we all so I was like okay interesting kind of an odd end to the book but all right well i think it's just setting you up for the next book which is about oh you know what maybe she is book one because the net i don't know yeah okay whatever all right so what did you (laughs) think of the book this book was okay Mm -hmm. i wasn't like a huge fan of this book so like it was kind of cute it was kind of funny. Like, I really appreciated all of the office issues that you would have. Like, as somebody who works in an office themselves, like, I could appreciate all the HR shit and, like, fighting with the technology at your workplace and stuff like that. I thought that was kind of funny. I mean, I just thought this was okay. I would give this, like, two and a half panties. I wasn't, like, in love with this book. Yeah, that's funny because I also gave it two and a half panties. I thought it was cute. Okay. Being somebody that has had an office affair with a coworker, I cracked up at the having to try to keep your hands off each other. But, you know, forbidden fruit is always the sweetest, right? Do you know what that means? Or do I need to explain that old expression too? No, I know what that means. I'm just taking your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
I haven't done I, that. Well, so. <laughs> I was single for many years. You got married before you even finished college. So That's yeah, <laughs> we had very different paths in life. So anyway, I thought this was cute. It was an easy read for somebody if they wanted to get into just something simple and quick. I guess it's okay. I won't probably read the next book just because I have so many other books that I want to read. This book was like 170 pages, I think. So it was short, was an easy read. I really like getting both POVs. I do too. Never getting his. We didn't even get his in the epilogue. We got Gwen. I don't know. Never seeing his POV. They had a couple time jumps that I couldn't really keep track of. I was trying to figure out like how much later is this or this. So I got kind of bogged down in that. And then, okay, I was really turned off by the way that his dick was described. I don't, re <laughs> I don't even remember how it was described. So he's described as having like twin slits. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. What is that? So, I don't know. But ever since that was like said, and even that little cartoon graphic, it just makes me think like elephant tusk. And I just was not like into it. <laughs> <laughs> you mean an elephant nose nose yes did i say tusk? yes no yes a nose mm. that's all i could, <laughs> like the trunk i didn't mean tusk yeah trunk okay that's what i meant so maybe that's why they come like a fire hose <laughs> because they have to, i don't know <laughs> I thought maybe, but I was like, that it was ever odd. since it was described like that. Cause that's, she describes it like that when she's watching the porn. Mm -hmm. I'm not really into that. Like that's kind of a little too out there for me, I guess. Maybe this author just felt the need to shake things up a little bit. I don't know. It was very different. I've never seen that before. So yeah, me either. I mean, it, it had that going for it. Yes. It was an okay. Yeah. Read. It was an okay easy read. read. Easy peasy. Right. Mm hmm. Okay. So uh, what is next on our hot agenda? Our next book is going to be very different. And I don't think it's going to be an easy read. Mm -hmm. Our next book is Ruthless King by Allison Ames. Yeah. And so it, that's like a... Tell, tell them what kind of... I've never read this trope before. What's the trope? Omega. What is the trope? Alpha, Omega, yeah. Omegaverse. What is it? Well, we've read alphas and omegas before, but this an omega verse, but also a mafia romance, yeah. but also a sci-fi alien romance. It's like a lot of everything. It's like enemies to lovers. It's got a lot of different things happening here. Yeah, and you're you're the one that picked this book. I am. And usually when I read Omegaverse, it's a shifter romance. This guy's not a shifter. He's just an alien. So it's a little different. Well, we'll see. I just am afraid it's going to be, what was that book that I couldn't handle? Oh, Born to be Bound. Oh, I had to stop reading. I don't, rem I don't remember what happened in that one that freaked you out or you didn't like. Well, there, Do you remember? there was nodding and he was just very abusive to her because he was in love with somebody else. Mm. It, it was, Got yeah, it. he kept her like basically in some room locked up and he would just go in and do her so i don't know we'll see i started i tried to start reading it last night but then you sent me that text that said don't read this before you go to bed <laughs> that was hilarious oh yeah <laughs> well because you were like asking me like how dark is it and like high anxiety and i'm like yeah the beginning i had read at that point 
the first four chapters. So I was like, oh yeah, the beginning is very high anxiety. And I'm like, don't read it before bed because I know you won't be able to sleep. I was like, go to your happy place. And I did. I went straight <laughs> to Ruby Dixon. I'm like, Ruby Dixon, here I come. So which book are you reading for that? I am reading, it's, uh, it's one of the Corsair books. Hold on one second. I think it's Seduced by the Corsair, but let me double check. I pretty much can read any kind of Ruby Dixon book, but I was, oh, enticed. It's enticed by the Corsair. I have read a ton of her books. I've read other books by her about the Corsairs. This is probably the darkest book. I was kind of surprised at where this book goes or starts. It's pretty dark. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, this is different. Hmm. Okay. So that book started giving me anxiety too. Oh, great. So... <laughs> Last night, I just stopped and I started playing Seven Little Words. What is that? Like a an app on your phone? Yeah, it's an app on your phone. And it gives you like a description. And out of the partial words below the description, you try to think of the word that they're trying to. And because I have such a hard time thinking in general, I'm like, oh, this will be good for my brain. But uh, yeah, I've been playing it for a while. I like it. Okay, seven little words. Seven right. little words. I don't really have... The only thing I don't like is every time you finish, it throws you into wanting, making you want to not want to, but it throws you into download this next game. And it's like, no, I don't, I don't want another game. I don't want a million games. I just want this one. I just want seven little words, okay? A lot of games are like that because the game itself is free. So they have, it's like a commercial for the game. So they have to play these other things to try to entice you into doing other things or. But there's no way to get out of In order it. to fund it. It's very difficult to go oh. back to the original game. It's like, where's the back button? The back button will take you to something else or there's no ads mm. to, I don't, I don't like it, but that's okay. That is weird. Yeah. Huh. So what are you going to do today? What's your big plans? I... I'm going to work on laundry. I need to go to the grocery store, which I still haven't done. Yuck, poo. And I have to do that today because we have plans for tomorrow. <laughs> yes, we do. That involve cooking. Did you talk to yeah. Amelia about them yet? Um, yeah, she said that, you know, she's fine either way. If she's up to help make them, that's fine. If we end up making them without her, she's fine with that also. Well, she's the one that wanted the only to thing do this. She needs to get up. Yeah, I'll talk to her about it again. Yeah, today. tell her her grandmother says you are the one that wanted to do this and you need to get up. We're on grandma time now. And grandma time is different than grandchildren time. Mm, okay, well, we'll yeah, see. Yeah, I know you don't <laughs> I know you don't address your children that way, but it's called, you know, you need to do what your grandma says. Oh, I see you muted me or you. I muted myself cuz I was taking a drink. Oh, I thought you did it because you were not of alcohol. <laughs> I thought you did it because you were laughing in my face about telling your children anything. But it's like, this is the whole mm. reason we're doing this. I'm not I'm not offering this to her again. So she either comes tomorrow or it's forever a secret that goes to my grave. Well, I don't know how to do it either. So how am I going to learn if I'm not able to take notes? Oh, I thought you had a recipe. I, I've never made your meatballs before. I might have a recipe. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, then. Yes, you... I don't make meatballs from scratch, so... <gasps> we won't talk about that. Don't say that out loud in public. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah, it'll be... 
it'll be fine. It'll be fun. And then you can get away Mm -hmm. from your kids if she doesn't come and we can just hang out and have a good time. Yeah. The oldest has school tomorrow. Oh, oh so, yeah, tomorrow's Monday. I, I'm so confused. Tomorrow's Monday, but it's also a holiday. Why does Claire so, have like, school if it's a holiday? So the kids don't get Columbus Day off from school. It's a federal holiday, but not a state holiday. I have it off of work, but she doesn't have it off of school. But then my other kid is going to be home because she's currently on fall break and her fall break doesn't end until Tuesday. It's just kind of a weird schedule right now. Yeah, I think that was just a convenient way for them to incorporate columbus day to the fall break i absolutely agree and i fucking hate yeah. it because columbus day was my favorite holiday only asterisk don't come at me people <laughs> only because i got it off of work and my kids did <laughs> so my husband and i used to always go and do something oh. on columbus day and he even asked he's like you want to do something on monday and i'm like we can't because we're going to have one of the kids oh so kids, they ruin yeah, everything thanks for that that's how yeah. they kill romance. That's just the way it is. Yeah. I am going to make beef stew today. And I had to laugh at myself last night because I was like cursing myself at how fat I'm getting now that I'm retired. As I'm scooping ice cream into a bowl and looking at the pumpkin pie uh, mix that I bought yesterday because I want to make a pumpkin <laughs> pie for myself. <laughs> like, the self-loathing is real people that's hilarious because i'll do the same thing where i'll be like oh god i'm so like i need to be better i need to do and then like 30 minutes later i'll be like who wants a milkshake or something i I don't even wait the 30 minutes i'm scooping the ice cream into the bowl as i as i'm thinking it Mm -hmm. but i really need to lose weight because i'm thinking maybe that will bring my blood pressure down i'm sure it will help Mm, oh yeah that's a good point so i I have to, I have to, and I don't know how because I, I have no self-will unless some alpha person comes here and it's got to be a guy, can't be a woman because, you know, the guy's got a better chance and the woman I'll just punch in the face, but it's got to be a, a big <laughs> alpha male that comes in here and just orders my ass around to go for a walk or eat. I, I thought I ate better. It's the lack of exercise. Mm-hmm. And again, if we're going to Scotland, or I should say when we're going to Scotland, we're going to be doing a lot of walking. So I need to be in shape because I can't be having a, a blood pressure issue in Scotland. Correct. Unless it's for a really yeah. damn good reason. And we all know what that reason has to be. <laughs> true (laughs) yes yeah so uh that's what i'm gonna do today i'm making a pumpkin pie that i shouldn't be eating and i'm gonna make beef stew (laughs) i ended up making my own gravy and meatballs yesterday because i thought there's not enough burners on the six burner gas stove for what we're doing tomorrow so you need to bring over containers or a pot that you can just bring your pot home or you know, because I don't know if my pot's going to be empty. Oh, okay. So we're doing this at your house. Well, of course we're doing it at my house. What are you talking about? <laughs> you I... thought we were doing it at your house? Why wouldn't I think that? <laughs> <laughs> I <don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> because I was also going to be cooking. Why would I? Yeah, no. We have my really good oven. Your oven is an issue. Sucks. Yeah. Well, maybe we 
could do it at your place. We'll make the brujol over at your, because that's the other thing. I, the only thing I didn't do yesterday is I didn't make the brujol for Jeff. I mean, it's okay. I can just come to your place. That's fine. The only thing I have to do in the morning is I have to take the one kid to school. After that, I'll be free by like 9 a.m. Yeah, I so thought that's when we were starting at 9. That's fine, because I have to drop her off a little before 8.30, so... Yeah, you tell Amelia that grandma runs her ship entirely different. And if she wants to know, this is the only time it's going to happen. I'm not going to offer it for her convenience. Have some respect for your elders. Okay. All right. I'll tell her. <laughs> I know she, I already know she's not going to be here, but you tell her anyway. <laughs> I will. Um, I'll tell okay, her. Okay, good. She's going to miss me when okay. I'm gone. Maybe. Oh, God. <laughs> guilt trip i'm just saying uh, you're not i'm not gonna be around forever that might be a good thing but <laughs> i don't know oh, all right i'm just saying for your kids i don't know yeah. i know they think i'm cranky because i'm the polar opposite of you but look at how great you turned out i'm a pretty cranky person so are you cranky you're not cranky They're... around me i have no patience well, you're so. cranky to them i know that because they used to say yes. to me that's what i mean they used to say to me mom is so mean <laughs> yeah it's true oh no don't don't be okay yeah. all right well we'll talk about tomorrow later but as it stands i thought you were coming here because i have the big island to work on i don't know yeah that's fine with okay, me good all right i'm good with all that. right so nine o'clock here and we will start the fourth generation well for you it's the third generation uh that's <laughs> good to say I was trying to do the math, but <laughs> it's your great grandma. It would be your great grandma's recipe. Okay. And then you'll see cool. well, I'm excited. You'll see why you need to quit your job. We need to buy a food truck and we do this meatball sandwich yes. thing. I was telling the checkout person at the grocery store yesterday how I just don't understand my daughter. She's not willing to quit her job and do this with me. And she started laughing and she goes, Well, maybe you should just do it on the weekends first to see if it's <laughs> how it works out and if it works out it's uh then she can quit her job and i'm like that's way too logical and rational i'm only doing this venture with you if we call the food truck meatball subs and it's a meatball wearing a dominatrix outfit on the on the oh image. my god i love it absolutely <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> But who is the dominatrix <laughs> going to be? An old Italian grandma? I don't know. Who's going to be? Well, well, we'll talk about that tomorrow. That's going to be you. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's fine. Don't give our idea away. Maybe you need to cut this out okay. so people don't steal our idea. Trademark patent pending. Yes. Because that is copyright protected. <laughs> that's really good. That's a great idea. All right, I'm for it. Yeah. All right, I'll see you tomorrow. All right, have a great day. All right, you too. All right, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Bonded Books Podcast. You can rate and review us on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Our email is bondedbookspodcast at gmail.com. And check the show notes for a link to all of our social media. Mm -hmm.